Welcome to the Songwriter Connection Podcast, where we look at the craft of songwriting through the eyes of the songwriter. Each week, we make a connection with a music maker, listen to their songs, and hear their stories. From Nashville, Tennessee, here's your host, Dave Lenahan. That we do. I am Dave, and I, I do appreciate you listening to the, to the pod. I've got another excellent guest today that I just cannot wait for you to connect with. So, um, but I, And I'll tell you about him here in, in just a little bit. First, let me thank Mark Allen Barnett Tours. They're our local sponsor. Mark Allen Barnett ran into him yesterday out at the 12 Keys where we do a, a writer's rounds and things. And um, he's always there making mental notes, telling me how to per, you know improve my performance. And I, I thank God for him because he has really helped me throughout the years. And I know a lot of other artists and songwriters here in this town that he's helped. And and he's I know he's traveled to places like Cincinnati and, and California and, and uh, Canada just to, to teach what he does uh, to songwriters. And it's just absolutely amazing. You can book a tour here with Mark Allen Barnett. I know there are a lot of tours when you come to Nashville. There really are. But if you're into music and songwriting and you want to up your game like two to three years in, in just one simple session, Mark is your guy. MarkAllenBarnett.com and it's M-A-R-C dash Barnett, B-A-R-N. E-T-T-E at the end dot com. Uh, as he says, you don't choose music. Music chooses you. Uh, but he's going to help you perform better, write better songs. Uh, and like I say, great guy. You can catch. He's been on the podcast two, three times. And uh, quite recently talking about writer's rounds. So, Mark, thank you so much. It's uh, much appreciated. Well, back in season two, in fact, about a year ago, we had a a young Christian artist on, on the show uh, named Ben Fuller. And he blew us away, did some of his amazing music. And as we talk to you a year later, he has now got the number one song on the Christian charts. And that's absolutely amazing. If you want to go back and listen to that episode, it is episode number 11, season two. Now, I'm hoping the same thing is going to happen for our guest today. One year from now, hey, maybe you'll have a number one song on the Christian charts. His name is Brandon Scott. Brandon, welcome to the show. So happy that you made it here today. Thank you so much for having me. Great to be here. We love to have folks around the dining room table that have a passion for music. And I'll tell you what, first time I saw you was a couple years ago at the Commodore Grill at one of the rounds. And I was sitting toward the back and I thought, oh my God, because you deliver with such passion. And not only you're running, but you're, you're singing in your voice. And we just sat there blown away. And I said, I have got to meet this gentleman. And I walked up, introduced myself, and we've kind of been friends ever since. But you, you, you continuously blow me away. Amazing stuff. That's yeah. awesome. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was a good... I remember that night, too. So, um, yeah, it was a pleasure meeting you. And I'm really happy to call you a friend here in Nashville. Yeah. Well, great. Yeah. You know, um, Hal Odell has written a song. We, we do these Wednesday night rounds on uh, at the 12 Keys every Wednesday night. And... Um, he has a song called Wednesday Night at 12 Keys in which he references you. Yes. And in the song, he says, Brandon's got a voice that shakes the walls. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so true, man. It's, yes. it's just absolutely amazing voice. So what I want to do is we'd like to get to music right away. And I want to play what is uh, your latest single until this Friday. Yes. <laughs> which yes. we're going to talk about. Uh, it's called Handcuffed to a Demon. Yes. And I've heard you perform this, but the production on this is incredible. Yes. Can we play this and then talk about it? Absolutely. Uh, all right, this is Brandon Scott, our guest on the Songwriter Connection podcast. You got this way of always bringing me down. You got that poison in your bite. Using your helping hand to push me around. Might be your game, but not my fight I'm sick and tired, I'm so tired of always being your fool These broken promises, they drain me Demon 
can't understand why this is a number one hit on Christian charts right now. That song is absolutely amazing. It's Brandon Scott, and you wrote that all by yourself, right? I, I did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, solo right. Yeah, that was a solo right. Um, I love co-writes, but that one wasn't one of them. Uh, yeah, because that's a very personal story, isn't it? It is. It is. So, it. Uh, so that song it started off actually strictly as a. Uh, well, it was inspired, and I know, I know we'll probably talk about a, a show that I was on, but it was inspired by the produ- the producers from the sh- TV show that I did. Now, let's just, let's just tell folks right now, you were yeah. on 600 Pound Life. Yeah, my 600 Pound Life on mm-hmm. TLC. Um, and the producers for that show, as you can imagine, mm-hmm. have an agenda. Yeah. They need uh, the storyline to be a certain way, right. to be told in a certain way, and, uh, and on their timeline. And uh-huh. there's no problem with that. Um but sometimes it can really get under your skin because they want you to say things that aren't true. They want you to embellish the truths. And uh, mm. my story is is already um, impactful without embellishing the truth. So, That's true. Yeah. Um, so I battled with them from time to time on saying, you know, certain things that weren't true and I told him I'm not going to do that I'm not going to lie to, to anyone that's going to become a follower of me so mm-hmm. um, and I admire you for that I appreciate it and uh, so this song was actually kind of birthed from that because it was uh, a, a moment when they were were trying to threaten me with legalities and everything really? if you don't say these things and we're going to come after you because you signed a contract and I said really? well bring it bring I told it on. him I said you just come on then and uh-huh. uh, it just inspired me to write a song in that moment it morphed more into, um, you know, me being almost 700 pounds uh, was just like being handcuffed to a demon. It was mm-hmm. like being tied or tethered to this this toxifying part of my life that just won't go away. Yeah. Um, and I'm no longer in that place. And so this song has now become an anthem to break free from those chains. Wow. And... Um, I'm no longer handcuffed to a demon. Uh, there's always that reminder because even when you break free, if you're not careful, yeah, you still have that one hand kind of mm. tethered to that past or to that you know that demon that you just beat and I, escaped from. I, I th- that's that's so true. It's so deep, and I and I think there's so much in your story that a lot of people can identify with people dealing with addiction yes um alcoholism drugs mm-hmm. you know this is a song they can turn to right your story is a story that could you know that can have a positive influence on folks so i think it's a, an important story that needs to be told oh yeah absolutely yeah. and and that, that's my hope behind that song is uh you know sometimes there was a, a quick side note to that uh, mm-hmm. there was a time i was playing a show out and I, uh, you know, introduced the song and, and what it was going to be about and sang the song. And mm-hmm. um, I asked people, you know, if you're the, the crowd there, if you're if you know, if you're dealing with anything that's toxifying your life. And this gentleman just shouted out divorce. Mm. And that's a topic that you didn't even think. Yeah, might be. That's but, not the first thing that popped in my mind. Right. Not the first thing. And it, it was clearly impacted him enough to where he felt the need to shout it out. Wow. It's just, like it's just something that was just tying him down and. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure there's all kinds of things that we just don't know about in his life, but, uh, you know, it, just, it could be anything that's just really, um, having, a, having to do with struggle in your life or, you know, well, something things, that's toxifying your life. You just yeah. break free from that thing. Destroying your life. even. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Amazing story. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, I know that you do a lot of, of um, writing songs that, that come from your heart. And when, when I watch you on stage, share it, mm-hmm. you know, you can feel that passion. Mm-hmm. And, th- and that's not something I see from every performer and writer here in this town. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you're on that stage, you give it your absolute all. Yes. And, and, you know, here it is. Reco- it's, it, when you listen to a recording, do, do you feel it's, it's different, isn't it? It is different. Yeah. It is different. Yeah. yeah. Seeing you is different than hearing you. Yes. Yes, yeah. absolutely. I know, um, that was my very first time recording. That's, that song is my first time recording. Mm-hmm. Uh, first song I've ever released. Um, and you know, I think the producer did a great job at capturing the, so. that, the passion there. Cause I, that was, uh, something that was very important to me as well is, yeah. is for, I just wanted to feel now, where did you, you know, record that? Here in Nashville? Yep, here in Nashville um, with Jason Wyatt Productions. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, Jason White is the uh, old lead singer of the Lost Trailers. Oh, wow, country, yeah. Country artist, yeah. Sure, remember them. So, uh, yeah, he, he has a, a great ear, and he was very helpful. I still work with him now. Good. And everything, so. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, great studio, great location. Can't beat it, second to none. That's good. Where are they located? They're in Spring Hill. Spring Hill, okay. Yeah, so that's... Uh, a little bit of a drive for uh, you. Yeah, a little, for me, yes. <laughs> <laughs> for me, it's like uh, about an hour and 20 minutes from me. Is it really? But, uh, Where yeah. do you live? North, north side of town? I live north side, yep, yeah, okay. up in Springfield, yeah. In Springfield, okay. Mm, yep. I didn't realize we've, you've come a long way today. Yes, to Hermitage, yes. where I live. And I appreciate that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It doesn't bother me. I love to drive, and I listen to music on the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The drive Podcast? doesn't bother me. <laughs> I do listen to podcasts on the way and uh, this very podcast. Well, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. I certainly appreciate yeah, it. Absolutely. Now, you've got a new record coming out and you recorded with them as well? Yep. Uh-huh. Recorded with Jason Wyatt Productions. Um, uh-huh. It's called Buffer. Buffer. And I've heard uh, you do that around too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for this one. It's, it, it, is, it does have a little bit of a different feel, definitely a different story mm-hmm. than uh, Handcuffed to a Demon, but um, Still very similar as far as the the style, and it still is a Christian song. I love yeah. it. Yeah, that you wrote by yourself. Again? I did write it by myself. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. Where do you? Um, where, where does it come from? These yeah. are they cathartic things that you've just got to get it out because you're dealing with it, and you get it out and release it. Or? There's a, a couple of handcuffed to demon. Yes, one hundred percent was that way. Uh, when I sat and wrote Buffer, I don't know why that title was just on my mind. I wrote <laughs> that's one of the first songs or so one of the only songs I should say where I, the title came to me first. Mm. Um, mm. And it was just, for some reason I woke up one morning, it was just on my heart about how God um, is the buffer. And I, and I started thinking like, well, what does buffer actually mean? I think we all know what buffer means, but if you think about it, how words have multiple definitions and, mm-hmm. and, and my, my heart of hearts was telling me that buffer um in this particular situation was meaning like God is that cushion uh-huh. um, between you and what's happening in your life. So all the things you can think of that are negative that happen in life, um, they might hurt in the moment or sting in the moment, but man, imagine if you didn't have God mm. of how bad that would feel. <laughs> uh, it, it's, he cushions that for you. Mm-hmm. He cushions it. So it just really helps you, your perspective. Yeah. Um, when you're dealing with something. So I don't know if you just, maybe if you had a death in the family or something and you're dealing with it, it really helps you with that perspective. Like, mm-hmm. man, this is really hard, but imagine if God wasn't there to take away the, the huge sting to that. Now, is there something that situation. personal that he's buffered you from? Oh my gosh. A lot of things, mm-hmm. a lot of things, but I'm a, such an emotional person, which I guess makes sense that it shows in my music. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, I'm such an emotional person that, um, it, there's a lot of little things that I think a lot of people would be able to shake off and, you know, don't sweat the small things they say Yeah, um, that would affect me if I didn't have God. And they don't, they don't, but mm-hmm. it's, be, it, I have to give that glory to him. Um, That's good. Yeah. And you so, do that every yeah, day. Yeah. yeah. My grandmother used to say, I used to play in church and she'd say, David, every note you play is like a prayer to God. Yes. And I always took that to heart. Yes. You know? yeah. So i my brother and I used to play a lot <clears throat> in church and things. And we both always said that we never felt closer to God than we were, when we were singing. Oh yeah. And, uh, and sharing that gift. Yep. You know, yeah. I think gifts are, are meant to share. Absolutely. You feel the same way? Yeah. Absolutely. I do. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I take all the Psalms quite literally. I mean, praise him with the strings, mm-hmm. you know, praise him with your voice and dance. And I think, uh, that's like my direct connect. Direct connect. To God. Well, you know? That's awesome. Yeah. Well, we've got a Martin guitar sitting right there. I wonder if I can oh, get yeah. you to pick it up. Oh, and yeah. Maybe would you share Buffer? Now, it comes Absolutely. up Friday. Yeah. This is the, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. And don't forget Friday. Yeah. This is a song you can download and listen to uh, Spotify, all music sources, right? All music sources, anywhere you stream. All right. So you okay. do it for us. It's called Absolutely. Buffer. Absolutely. Thank yeah. you. time I get so discouraged by life I forget in the moment that you have guided me out of the fire 
Smiling through tears, I will rest in my faith That you're stronger than me and my pain Can I cry on your shoulder? I need something to buffer my heart Every day it gets harder Your love is keeping me Talking about real life Well You never said that my hurt Is to hide So I'll keep singing A new song Only you can bring The darkness to the light Smiling through tears I will rest in my faith That you're stronger Than me and my pain Oh You know, I need new superlatives <laughs> to describe you. Amazing isn't yeah. isn't good enough. <laughs> Thank you. It's absolutely incredible, and I keep trying in my mind. Who does he remind me of? It's it's uniquely Brandon Scott, but you've had a lot of influences. I hear oh, yeah. Michael Jackson in you, right? That's certainly one for sure. Bruno Mars. Uh, maybe? There's the number two. <laughs> number two. Those two. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody else? Yeah. You know, uh, you wouldn't hear it in that in that song, but uh, John Mayer. Oh yeah. Um, Incredible. Well, guitarist. in some of the chord progressions there. Yes. Now that you've said that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Huge influence. Um, Torn Wells, actually. And uh, maybe if I play a, another few for you, you'll hear more of I the Torn Wells in those uh-huh. uh, in those songs. But yeah, he's a great influence as well. Amazing. Yeah, I would love to collaborate with him sometime. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. Is he here in Nashville? He's not. No. He's a Houston guy. Well, there's Zoom. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Right. We've yeah. learned to do Zoom co-writes yes. uh, during the pandemic. We sure uh, have. Yeah. So, and it's it's made our job a little bit easier. So. Oh, yeah. Well, that's really cool. Just absolutely amazing. Thank There's you. so much I want to talk to you about. Yeah. Uh, your uh, your musical beginnings, uh, your journeys here, not only t- to Nashville, but your journey with Christ, which is important. Yeah. I know big in your life, but I got to take a break first. Uh, thank our sponsors. And when we come back, more with Brandon Scott, our guest on the Songwriter Connection podcast. You're listening to The Songwriter Connection, connecting with music makers and hearing their songs and stories. Now back to the show with your host, Dave Linehan. 
If you're listening to our show on YouTube, please like and subscribe. It is so appreciated that you do. And once again, we thank you for listening to our pod. That's the N word, I understand. <laughs> Look, it's not a podcast. It's a pod. Yeah. Like me. I don't I don't come from Cleveland. I come from the land. Right. I grew up in Cleveland. Yes. Uh spent twenty five years in Cincinnati. And I understand you grew up in Columbus, right? Yes, or uh C bus. Seabus. If we're gonna follow suit, yeah, Seabus. Uh, yeah. Buckeyes fan? I'm a huge Buckeyes fan. At this yeah. point there ain't no. Yeah. Uh, I think this week that we've airing this it's a big Michigan game, so yes. oh we need to pay them back. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll we'll I'll tell you what, if we don't win this year. Uh. I'm, I'm going to be you. devastated. Me so. too. I was devastated last year. Yeah, I but was, I'm this, still hurting for yeah. last year. <laughs> but this year, I'm thinking, we, we got a chance. This has got to be the one. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> How'd you get into music? Well, I have just been a strong lover of music my whole life. Yeah? Um, I've been singing my whole life, but I will say I have two separate sides. I mean, I sang in church. I sang mm-hmm. um, in choirs. Um, it was really, I give credit to my... Uh, seventh grade choir teacher Cindy Kipker Wow um, back in Hilliard Ohio a suburb of Columbus um, she really pushed me to 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 start singing you know solos and singing more often and wow. I didn't really have that confidence uh-huh. and uh, so she really did push me I give her that credit and um, then introduced me to an incredible genius of a choir director at uh, Hilliard Darby High School uh, by the name of Dr. Michael Martin oh, wow. and uh, he helped me to further along and so between those two give me that passion uh, however i did not start um pursuing music until i got here to nashville just um really a little bit less than two years ago now you do you play you play multiple instruments don't you don't you play piano I do. too i, I thought, do play piano as I, well I, I um, so. yeah i've i've never done that out um mm-hmm. at a performance or anything just right. mostly because the you know, the guitar is easier to carry around with me so. do, you, do you ever write on piano oh i do um yeah. it's it's been a while actually so the last time i about a year ago was the last song i wrote on on piano so mm-hmm. i um wrote my uh my wedding vows yeah. i wrote into a song and i wrote that on on keyboard no on piano. Kidding. yeah yes wow that's pretty incredible um, now, you know, and going back to the show, didn't you do that on the, on the show? I did. So that one was actually, and that was the song I asked, uh, I proposed with yeah, to my wife, Taylor. Taylor. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, yep. And I did, I did perform that on the show. Oh my gosh. It was so nerve wracking. Oh, <laughs> More so than the cameras all over me. I was, um, did they have to do lots of different asked. takes, different angles? And, oh man. They were uh, running around like chickens with their heads cut off. It was, uh, they were running like crazy. But I, I told them this is one of those little bit of a uh, tiffs we got in with the mm. show. Cause I told them Taylor doesn't know I'm going to do this. You surprised so, her. Oh, it was, huh. a, it was a huge surprise. Wow. And, uh, so, uh, what we did is, um, I I told Taylor that the show would like to record or or, or film I should say um, me enjoying a large city because uh-huh. there was a story that where I took her to New York City one time and I couldn't really she couldn't enjoy it because I couldn't really walk around I was I was just too out of shape uh, yeah. to walk around and so we spent most of the time in the hotel or mm-hmm. you know that we didn't really do much and so I made it a whole big made up story fabricated a story that hey they want to film us in a big city but since we've been to new york already let's try chicago and Mm -hmm. i did that because i had a friend there that had a wedding venue that i could use to propose and so there was this whole shebang um her family and my family flew out and they she didn't know that and so they were they were there they were ready for the queue and they walked up behind her as I was singing the proposal song to her, and she was already crying anyway. And then when she turned around and saw them, <laughs> <laughs> sealed the deal. Every guy <laughs> listening right now that's thinking about proposing, they're going, "Oh, there's no way to top that." <laughs> yeah, there's no way. <laughs> yeah, it went off great, and I um I told I told the show I said you know you you have to get it first shot because there's no redoing this. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't yeah. want it to come across on TV like we were trying to act. We're not actors. So. You can't fake a moment like that, <laughs> right, right? You, you really. Yeah, not did it turn out for you? Yeah, they turned out great. They uh, they actually did it. They yeah. hired the, they they brought on the A team for the production crew for that day. And uh, wow, they, and I'm they, sure there's video of this out there. Oh YouTube? yeah, it's yeah. out there. You should check it out. It's episode two. It's um, okay. it's my 600 pound life. Where are they now? Where are they now? Okay. Yes, uh, Brandon Scott. So Brandon Scott. Yeah, the real, the, the real Brandon Scott. Brandon Scott. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when I first met you, I had no clue. 
I had no clue. Yeah. And you gave me an email address that said the real one. The real one. The real one. You know? Well, now I get it. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, you, you made the decision. Uh, was it shortly after that show that you were coming to Nashville? Yes. Um, I knew that. that. So, well, we made the decision maybe just about two or three months before mm-hmm. uh, we were done with filming. And we actually weren't done with filming. We thought we were going to be done with filming. The contract had ended. Ah. And uh, the contract uh, does stipulate that you stay in Houston for the full two years. Oh, really? Uh, rarely. So you had to go from Columbus to Houston and live there for two years? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Wow. Yeah, there was a requirement. So Live, work, the whole thing. You know? Live, work, yeah. and start fresh, start anew. So it was, wow. it was majorly stressful. Um, wow, I'll bet. But but worked out great, and we ended up loving Houston. And, uh, you know, if, if Houston had as great of a music scene as Nashville, then I would have definitely stayed there because the weather is better than Nashville um, tenfold. So, but, uh, (laughs) but but Nashville, the occasional hurricane, except for the occasional (laughs) hurricane. But, uh, I, I don't like the cold in Nashville. Yeah. I gotta say, as nice as people are in Nashville, they did not tell me the truth. It gets cold here. It does get cold. Yeah, it gets cold here. Every now and then we'll get a little snow. Yeah, freezing rain. People told me, "Oh no, it's not. It doesn't really get. Oh no, it gets cold here. Bundle up. We have to come to Nashville. (laughs) It's a lot better than Columbus, Ohio. It's significantly (laughs) better than Cleveland, Ohio. Yes, we know from snow in those areas right there. Oh yeah, yeah. It's so funny. I remember going to school with you know eight inches of snow. That wouldn't stop us from going to school. You get an inch here and forget it. Eight inches of snow, I'll probably write at least eight songs in that period of time that I'm staying in my house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, was the, do you remember when you first had the urge to, to write a song, pick up the instrument, write a song? Or were you writing before you even knew? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I do, actually. So I actually started writing um, in high school, but not lyrically. I was mm-hmm. just writing some instrumentals on the piano. Actually. Melodies, yeah. It's yeah. a melody guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, really enjoyed it. And then in college... I surrounded myself with all these different musicians from different walks of life, and Mm -hmm. we always jammed out in the dorm rooms and whatnot. Where'd you go to college? I went to University of Charleston in West Virginia. West Virginia. Small little school um, right on the river there. And did you study music? I did study music, vocal performance. Wow. Yes. Mm. Um, had an, an incredible uh, vocal coach all throughout college, uh, Marielle Van Delsenbogs. Mm. That's a mouthful. Try to say that. Yeah. <laughs> say that three times fast. <laughs> um, but it was a great time, and I learned so much from all these musicians, and particularly this guitarist that was, oh, he's just night and day better than me. He's just so great. Mm. And uh, that that's when I started writing with lyrics and writing full songs and um i thought i was getting pretty good then but i i wouldn't dare share those now they're yeah. <laughs> they're not they're not as good as now so but we all uh, grow as writers we all grow and artists sure i've come a long way and i can't wait to see where god's taking me next with all of it so we, we have to write those songs to get to the where you are now you, precisely. Know, you build on each one you learn a little something from each one precisely and you probably have mm-hmm. well how's this journey going to natural you moved here how long two years ago three years uh, ago? about two years ago so yeah. just bc just yes. before COVID, yes COVID, right? yeah well it was right in the smack dab. So it was uh, it was 2020. Oh, um, oh my. I want to say it was July. Yeah, July of 2020. But you had been here singing every now and then, hadn't you? Visit? And so, uh, no. I want to I, I, I wanna say that first time I saw you was before COVID. I did come um, literally a week before COVID broke out and shut Nashville down to wow. visit. Yeah. To make sure to solidify, because I was trying yeah. to choose between Nashville and Austin. Sure, I, Austin people in Austin a little closer. <laughs> yeah, it's a little closer, and they also claim that they're the oh. actual music city. Yeah, well, and I had to see for myself. Yeah, is Nashville really the music city, or is Austin? I never made it to Austin because the trip was supposed to be a week in Nashville, the very next week in Austin. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I got off the plane back in Houston from my visit to Nashville, which was incredible, that visit. Mm-hmm. Um, as soon as I got off the plane. Uh, there was news all over, like the phone. The, the phone came. The news was coming through saying COVID outbreak. Oh, Nashville man. shut down. All these big cities are shut down. Oh my! Everyone is yeah. ordered to stay home, and oh. and it literally happened right then. So the day we got back. Mm. So yeah, technically that was pre-COVID that I came to visit. Um, mm. We moved middle of COVID though, middle like COVID. right right in the when I got here, things were still shut down. There were some writers' rounds happening, but mm. I, mean, I know yeah. at uh, Belcourt Taps we were had to sing behind a plastic shield. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> so so there were some writers' rounds happening, but. Um, yeah. For the most part, everything was shut down. It was I remember over at the Commodore Grill, they were doing, uh, during the summer, we did them outside. 
Mm. At safe distances, we had uh, outside uh, writers rounds on the porch, mm-hmm. and that was always you know fun. Yeah. I thought it was a great idea. Yeah, yeah, so, not a bad idea. Yeah, but we made it through. We made it through. Yeah, we made it through. Hey, I, if you can make it in Nashville during that time, I think you you're doing all right. Absolutely. So, how's the journey so far? Man, it's been great. Yeah, I'll tell you, um, everyone. One of the best parts about being here in Nashville to me is the the amount of support you get. Isn't it amazing? We it's, talk about that almost every show. Oh man, it's incredible. The community is amazing. Yeah, it's incredible. They, you know, it, it doesn't have to be the same style of music that you enjoy <laughs> or that you write in. People still support you. That is such a great point because yeah. people just go, hey, it's country music. I don't like country. Well, it's right. not. It's not. Right. It's, right. it's, 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 and that's why I hate genres. Mm-hmm. I just, I really do. I hate, right. I hate genres. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you go and you, you watch these right arounds, you'll see a Brandon Scott, mm-hmm. you'll see somebody else that does something completely different. Um, you'll see folk artists, you'll see uh, honky tonk styles, mm-hmm. you'll see rock, rock, you yep. know, yep. it's all as NSAI. We've talked about the National Songwriters Association uh, International, by the way, Have you, are you a member? I'm not, but That's I keep okay. hearing good things. I need to good things. look um, into it. it. It's, it's about it, their slogan is it's, it's all about the song. Mm-hmm. And it's that's so true. Yeah. Uh, so uh, regardless of genre, I I don't really care about that when I'm writing a song. Right. Um, I just want the best song. Right. You know. That's absolutely true. And I yeah. think you know. I think people hear that in my music. Um, because people always tend to come and ask me like, what what genre are you? What genre? <laughs> because because in just even even in just a writer's round, they'll hear. How do you answer that question? Yeah. Huh? You know, I just end up, I've just decided because I've, that's plagued me for a little while. And I just mm-hmm. decided, I mean, I'm a Christian artist for sure. Uh-huh. Um, but outside of that, what subcategory? So I just say Christian pop because that kind Christian of encompasses pop. all of everything. Um, but go. certainly I've had people write articles about me and they always tend to throw in, oh, Brendan's <laughs> R&B mel- melodies with <laughs> this rock edge. And so they, they end up even... They the try writers, to define you. Yeah, even them, they throw in all these genres into one. And I thought, that's see, now you know what I'm feeling. Oh, <laughs> I got, there's a little bit of everything in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We've talked about how I, I hate that question. What kind of music do you play? Yeah, well, music. I, I, hope, I hope it's good. <laughs> yeah, know? what kind of music? The good kind. Oh, the, good, the good kind. You'll like it. Have a yeah. seat. Yeah. There's a tip bucket, tip bucket right there. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes, please, ladies and gentlemen, hit the tip bucket <laughs> on your way out. <laughs> you have favorite places that you play here in town? Yes, um, you know I have to give love to Commodore Grill. To be honest I with you, um, yeah, I think uh, you know it's it's the very first place I've ever played in Nashville. Was it the first one? The very with, first Debbie Champion. Place. Yes, with Debbie Champion. Huh? Yep, that was yeah. a very very first place that allowed me on stage here, and it was just all great from there. Um, I'm I'm kind of falling in love with finding new places right now because yeah, there's so too. many. Yeah. Um, there's still so many I haven't played. I really enjoyed Live Oak. I'd played there for the first time. Um, I have yet to and, play there. I've got uh, a writer's run scheduled, but I hear it's amazing. Yeah, it's, yeah. That was phenomenal. I have to say that was really great. A great crowd. They were just really into it. Mm. Um, I do have goals to get to the listening room. Yeah. Um, that would be spectacular. I haven't been there yet. I've been there, but not played there. Awesome. How about yeah. the Bluebird? Have you done there? I have played the Bluebird. What do you think? And I loved it. Yeah. That was, I would, I, I can't wait to do that again. That was um, definitely probably the best experience I've had. Still. And it's something. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. hard to explain. It's like looking at the Grand Canyon, right? Right. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. Like it's Miranda funny. Lambert said, the bluebird in my heart. I mean, it's not, it's not, yeah, yeah it's just always there. So mm, absolutely. Yeah. How about another song? Oh yeah, think? absolutely. We'll play us another one. Absolutely. I'd love to hear. Brandon Scott is our guest. We're making the connection on your songwriter connection. Yes. Yeah. So this song is called Thank You, and this is also on its way out here sometime very soon. Good. It's already recorded. We're just uh, making some final tweaks here. Lord, I want to thank you for all that you're giving me. Don't deserve your mercy, Lord. God, I want to thank you. I'm so thankful for the things that you've done for me. It's undeniable that I'm where I'm supposed to be. God, your hand on my 
my shoulder, you're guiding me through all stormy weather. Yes, I'll lean on you, so I'll step where you step. Yes, I'll go where you go, and from this day forward, everyone will know. Lord, I wanna thank you for all that you've given me. Deserve your mercy, Lord. God, I want to thank you for breathing your life in me. And now I know I'm purpose, Lord. I really want to thank you. Amazing. Like I say, I don't have, I need a better superlative. Incredible voice. Incredible <laughs> and, and a great player, too. Yeah. Thank you. Another uh, single right, or did you co write that with someone? It's another single right. Single one. It's another single right, yeah. And uh, just like the title says, I was just um, sitting down in my music room at home and just feeling so thankful because um, I cannot tell you, I don't feel, I don't have the guilt anymore because God has now, ever since. I just, I'm a different person ever since I did the show, My 600-Pound Life, and I've gained this newfound confidence, and I just prayed my way through that ex- entire experience and mm-hmm. uh, got closer to God even mm. and than I've ever been, and man, I just couldn't thank him enough, and I thought, you know, I, I just, I'm feeling so thankful. I just got to sing about it, and that one out. just came out like like that just it was it was one that was very very easy to write because it was just my true heart i was just wanting to thank god and even that's not enough but i've always i've always thought that the best way to thank him is with a grateful heart mm-hmm. and uh you show that every single day well i appreciate it because that's what i strive to do i try to just show him and that's all i can do whatever i do won't be enough but it, it, i'm just the gratitude is there mm-hmm. um and I truly don't deserve all the blessings I have, but I, I'll take them. And you were so successful on that show. Yes. You started off almost 700 and you went down to 
Yes, so I dropped almost 500 pounds in two um, years. In two years' time, so that's incredible. It was it was actually the weight loss. So that's the timeline of the show was two years, (laughs) but uh, it was actually one year. Really? Yeah, it was one year. So I do have 70 pounds of extra loose skin. Oh, um, that the show would prefer you to. To get to it get? all chopped off <laughs> while they're filming. How do you but, uh, feel about that? <laughs> I said absolutely not because, yeah. uh, to be quite honest with you, Doctor Now, Doctor Now Zarden on the show okay. is a real person. He really, he really does care, mm-hmm. and he means very well. But if we're being very honest, he is not a plastic surgeon. Mm. So I, he I wouldn't would, do that. No, he he would cut it. Off. He does cut it off. Mm. And and that's what they want is to film him cutting it off, but it, he doesn't make it look great. So uh, <laughs> those ba- you're already going to have those battle scars as it is, no matter who does it. But um, think you're doctor prefer- now, but no, yes, yeah, <laughs> doctor no, doctor no. I I just prefer it to be somebody else. And then also it was just kind of messing with the timeline of moving to Nashville. Um, I would have had to. So if I do all of the, it'll be three separate surgeries, and uh, the recovery is. Um, three to six months per surgery. Per surgery. So yeah. So oh my God, that's a yeah. yeah. I'm ready to move with the music. Yeah, I'm ready to move. I, I just didn't have time. I'd rather just and anyway, it's a reminder. I carry it with me. I mean, I wear compression garments all the time, and mm-hmm. I don't always wear them, but uh, most of the time I do. Wow. And uh, it's just a reminder of where I've come from. Keep you on so, the right track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then one day I will probably get it all cut off, but I'm ready. I'm ready to get my feet just moving with music as much as I can. So well, let's talk about that journey. Yeah. What's happening there? Yeah. So I am steadily moving towards becoming a full-time musician. Yeah. Um, and I it's know my, you even travel to play music. I travel. Yeah. I, I went on tour this past summer. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife, Adjur, my wife, Adjur Taylor put that tour together. She's kind of managing and, your career. Huh? She is. Good. And, uh, while balancing and juggling a full-time job. And oh. I know it's a strain, but I keep reminding her, like, if we can teamwork this thing, we'll yeah. get to the full dream. And yeah. uh, we're, we're partially living the dream, but, um, you yeah. know, I want it to become just a full-time thing to where I'm yeah. only doing music. I'm only writing and performing. She's handling all the other stuff that I don't enjoy doing so much, which is the business side of things and uh, the social media side of things. So, um but I, I tell you, it's it's great. I'm getting opportunity after opportunity. It's great. Um, I I have big things in in store for this upcoming summer tour. Do you already I, line yeah, them up? So I'm lining them up now, and um, you know, I'm I'm putting a band together. Nice. Yes, yes. So if you know anybody out there that might be interested, reach me at Brandon Scott. Well. On social media, for it, social media. so I'm still working on the website. I, I should hush on the website until I get it together. So, but uh, social media at the real Brandon Scott, the real underscore Brandon Scott on the Instagram, and then and you'll Facebook. take messages there, right? Take messages and on Facebook as well. So, Brandon mm-hmm. Scott, six hundred pound life. That's awesome. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. So, uh, how about do, do you pitch to uh, the labels and some of the, the Christian labels and things? You Any know, interesting? I I haven't yet. Um, I have sent a few emails because I've gotten mm-hmm. um. A few really great contacts, uh, the Small Bones, um, who are uh, for King and Country is the name oh, of the group. Yeah, sure. um, I have their contact info, and so I've reached out to them a couple times. If you Good. know them, push my yeah. song to them, push okay. my music to them, because um, I've been sending it to them a few times because they're local. Yeah, they're here Absolutely. in Nashville, and uh, mm-hmm. and then a few other people who who have some ends. Um, and they've been very kind um, in responding back to me, but nothing yet, no dice yet. So. People need to hear your voice. Yeah, I would they really do. We got to get you you in front of some faces. Yeah, uh, that can uh, that can help you and pull you along. Yeah, it's just a matter of time. You're doing it all. You're doing all the right things. I have a lot of faith. I yeah. have a lot of faith in it. Ah, well, yeah. see, that goes a long way. You know, yeah. when you're doing um, what God needs you to do and wants you to do in your life, it just it, there's just nice feeling inside that. Yes, I'm doing the correct thing. You seem so at peace. And yes, with everything. Yes, yeah. and this this is the first time in my whole life I've ever felt like, yeah, I am doing the right thing now. Mm. You know, I am doing the right thing. Well, I'm wishing you all the best. Thank you. I'm a big fan. I love what you do. Thank you. I was wondering if you could close this out with one. I sure can. Can you? I, I want sure to hear can. another Brandon Scott and, uh, original. Yeah. So this one is also coming out very soon. I Good. just finished up in the studio with it, so I just need to wait for the producer to do his thing. And nah. Mix and master. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. This one's called Call on Jesus. And I actually wrote this one right in the middle of COVID. 
and I had uh, posted something about praying for the world in these hard times, and I had somebody um, kind of heckle me online saying, no, what is God going to do about this? Are you kidding me? There's no God, because if mm. there were, there wouldn't be COVID. Uh-huh. And um, so instead of responding, which I really wanted to, I didn't want to get in Facebook war or Instagram war. And yeah. uh, so I just, I wrote this song in response to that. Incredible. Okay. trying to tell me that you're not here well why is everyone saying that it's okay to fear everyone keeps telling me that i'm all alone that this world's gonna end there's nobody who cares i know better and i'm telling all the goodness you bear i'll still bring my sword to battle all the ones who keep on saying there's no Brandon Scott yes. on the Songwriter Connection podcast. Brandon, it's just been a pleasure to have you. I wish you all the best. Uh, consider you a friend, and, and I'm really pushing and, and pulling for you. Uh, anything I can ever do to help, it's, uh, it'd be my pleasure. You thank know? you so much. Yeah. It's been a pleasure being here today, and I, I can't thank you enough. Thank Man, you so I, much. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking big things ahead for Mr. Brandon Scott. I really am. Amen. I'm looking at future shows on down of all goes as plans, as we say. Uh, Flat River Band, they're coming back. I love their harmonies. They've been on the show before. Can't wait to have them back. They've got a new release coming out very soon. Uh, Nancy Deckett from uh, Discover Sooner is coming back, bringing a hit writer. Uh, she had a big hit with Garth Brooks and also Dallas Rummington making her uh, her uh, uh, coming back uh, return visit with Nancy. Uh, so those things all coming up on the Songwriter Connection podcast. So keep listening. Keep spreading the word. I certainly appreciate you joining us on the pod. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Songwriter Connection podcast. Find us on social media at Songwriter Connection. Also listen to Dave Lanahan's Nashville Connections radio show. It streams live every Friday morning on WOBL and WNOI. 
Look for us on Facebook and YouTube. See you next time on Songwriter Connection.